You're listening to the MLS Fantasy Insider, bringing you weekly tips, tricks, and advice for the official MLS Fantasy game. Welcome to MLS Fantasy Insider. I'm your host, Reed. Oh, no, wait. It's not Reed. It's actually Blaine filling in tonight solo or duo, right? Yeah. How's it going, Blaine? Good. How are you? Doing great. Doing great. I feel like we uh, just took off the training wheels. Uh, yeah. I'm not quite sure <laughs> how, to, how to go, but we're going to do it. Um, I guess we should say that uh, Ranch, Ranchinator Tyler will be joining us later, right? Yep, he should be. Okay. And he gets home from work, which is yep. in 15 minutes. Perfect. So we're going we're gonna to get into some things about last week. And then when Tyler gets here, we'll talk about some of our picks for this round. Um, let's, uh, let's go ahead and start with, with how we fared this, this past weekend. Blaine, how'd you do? Uh, not too bad. I got a 75 for the round. Um, that was good enough for a top 800 week rank. I mean, that's just right in the middle of the pack, but I moved up in the overall, which is always nice. Uh, missed my captain pick. I didn't have heel. I just, so I lost some points there, but I took gold instead of heel. So that was an extra one point, but I just didn't captain him. So, and then fully selling out on the bench with Orlando was huge. Uh, that was 26 points right there to bring in. So I, I mean, I'll take it across the board. I'm, I made a couple of changes. My goalkeepers were absolutely terrible, but I mean, 75 and going positive all across the board only lost one head to head. And that was probably the toughest match I had. Um, I'll take it this week. It wasn't the as good as it could have been, but it definitely worked out. And Final thought on that was Chicharito beat out Vela, which is what I was hoping for. I know a lot of people were like, oh, it's Vela, it's El Trafico. Now you go with the home team on that one. Yeah. Yeah, I had a, I had a rough week. I had a, a lot of tinkering, and then I just – that's not true. I tinkered once, and then I tinkered myself into a hole where the only way to get out of it was to just continue to tinker. Um, I had a 69, a lot of bad decisions. Took my captain off heel. I didn't like that lineup when it came out um and i ended up captaining bella i actually love bella in el trafico i don't care what stadium because they're eight and a half miles away um but that really burned me um i mean i, I had a lot of other just kind of not great misses my my red bull defender on my bench got zero points um everyone in my midfield basically got five juicy ruiz bender gas was a was a real disappointment he's been on a goal scoring streak and stopped this week so that was unfortunate um <clears throat> but i picked up gutman over lennon and it's so sad to feel like a five point defender was like a win for the week but <laughs> i feel like everyone everyone got burned by by lennon this week and i in order to afford an additional midfielder instead of a scrub i i downgraded to gutman which ended up giving me three extra points but um i was at 110 overall and i fell to 149 which isn't a huge ball I didn't think I could make Champions League this chunk of the round, but I want to stay within touching distance of it for the next section. So um, I'm still I'm still close, but just not a not a good week for me. And I should also say, weird week, right? Like if you looked at Team of the Week, really strange week for a lot of the people that put up some some crazy points. I mean, we got a couple of 
regular-ish names that snuck in there at the end with like Yemi, Chara. Um, I think Gold was on Team of the Week, which is something we're more used to. But like, you know, Hattrick Hero Campana, Strange, Jeremy Abobasi with 13, you know, just some really Hector Jimenez who doesn't even start for, for Austin putting up a 10. Um, just a really kind of interesting, interesting week. So if you went non-chalk, I feel like this was the week for you, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, Reed also, it's like you guys were twinning, but also got a 75. Um, he missed a, 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 did not play player on the bench, which is always brutal to realize that, uh, you know, after the fact, but we've all, we've all been there. So yeah, decent, decent week for, for both of you. Not as decent for me, but that's why we just keep moving into, into the next round. Right. So, um, some things, some, some other takeaways that, that we have from this past, past round, uh, read notes here that he talks about Lennon and his consistency last week. Um, and we definitely didn't see it this week. Um, It was a a tricky game for Atlanta if you actually watched it. I got to watch it. Um, The formation was a little different. He didn't get up as much. Um, But, yeah, those bonus points for him were just just not there, um, is is what Reed's noting. And then um, I'll add add on to mine and say that I don't think that Charlotte is the new Cincy. I think that's what we kind of – we kind of said this coming in. And, you know, when we talked about our our season preview, right, you know, we were like, they don't – the coach doesn't even like their own roster. Like this is going to be a nightmare and they're really competing with some of these teams. Now, new England isn't the new England that we're used to. So how much do you put into that win? But you know, Atlanta was hurt, but still, you know, they're, they're pulling off these decent results and producing these kind of fantasy sweet spots with Bender, you know, the shutout Swiderski. So I think to write off Charlotte as the new Cincy, was a little incorrect, at least for now. Um, Austin at home is just continues to be legit. I mean, it wasn't a, a, a smash of a win, but, and it didn't produce a ton of fantasy points for a lot of us, but I think that that's becoming a real, a real mainstay of a, of a homestand. And as they start to get some more big powerhouse Western conferences names in there, I, I think you can continue to, to bet on them. Um, and then the last thing I'll, I'll throw in there is, stop fading Toronto. I think you start fading new England, except for heel. I mean, we'll never fade him. He's got to get a couple weeks of twos and threes before we all jump off that, I think, but you know, I'm not sure what's going on there. We, we kind of talked about this, you know, over, over chat over the weekend that it's just not the same looking new England. It's not the same stat new England. Um, And then on that other side of it, like I said, Toronto, we all kind of backed off of because they were just kind of a dumpster fire to start the season, but they're putting up points. Osorio's putting up points. Some of those defenders are putting up points. Um, <laughs> they're scoring from random people. So um, they're not a must-have team yet. <laughs> but I, I think it's time we start giving them a little bit of a better look, especially going into a weekend like this um, when they're at home. Yeah, definitely. Um, I've got a few other ones. Um, I was shocked to see Portland finding some more scoring form. Mm-hmm. Me too. one of those weird teams like we've been kind of betting against them for goals mm-hmm. uh they're a team we've been picking defenders against a little bit just because their attack has been a little anemic at times mm-hmm. but they found it this week now it is vancouver but and one was a pk but still like Nia's Dota got in the, on the score sheet yeah i haven't and seen that 
on the road in Cascadia, which is always a tough game. Like that's not just some pushover with any other team playing Vancouver. Right. So that one, that one shocked me a little bit. And then it's new. I got to echo the new England stuff. Like they're in free fall at this point, who knows how far they're going to fall before something drastic happens. I know we talked about it, but I have to wonder if Bruce Arena's on the hot seat anytime soon. I mean, he's arena. He's not, he's got a lot of leverage, but when you've got these players and you spend the money like they did to go get a few more, like, where does this go? Where do you go from here? How do you get this team back around? And I just, I don't see it right now. I don't see the leadership. I don't see the formations. I just, I don't see any changes or any tinkering to bring this team together. They're, they're lesser than the sum of their parts right now. Well, and like you and I said, Bo and Buxa haven't been healthy. And when they've been playing, they haven't been performing. Um, yeah. And that for fantasy purposes really affects any, everything, right? It kind of starts up there with them. And Hugh will still pick up these bonus points because that's what he's going to do, right? But if, if you can't get a goal in uh, and he doesn't produce a goal, uh, Josie hasn't been able to get significant minutes, which I think a lot of us thought he might. Um, and, you know, I saw a lot of teams try to fill in with the cheap New England defenders this past weekend thinking, oh, we'll slot them in because they're playing at Miami. And, and man, did that burn a lot of people. Uh, luckily, I didn't do that. <laughs> but I think a, a lot of people got burned by some of those cheap defenders thinking, you know, that was a that was an easy shutout. But the night and pick made sense schedule wise. But um, if you picked up a cheap New England defender, woof, this weekend. So. Yeah. I mean, uh, unless you've got by or Jones on one of those weeks where they go get offensive points. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's almost uh, can't take him at this point. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, you know, we'll see, we'll see how they, how they look at home against a kind of hot Charlie team this week, but um, you know, they're, they're besides heel right now, it's not a team I'm looking at. Right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right. Shall we get into some housekeeping? This is the weird. I guess we should say because we I skipped over it that Reed is not here tonight, <laughs> and that he is a has some familial obligations to to take care of, and we're just going to hold down the fort without him. So you know, now to get into housekeeping without him just feels wrong. But I guess we should. So MLSFI experts invitational Christian back on top says record a five, one and Oh, and then champions league pro rel. Is that yours or is that his Uh, champions league is Reed. Okay. So Patrick back on is on undefeated in that, in that tier. Um, And uh, Reed kindly and humbly also notes that uh, Patrick beat him in the experts league this week. So kudos to Patrick, just cleaning house. And then uh, my league, the veterans league still Almeida's vibes uh, Firestone. I think since week two, they've been, they've been holding it down in the veterans league. So continuing the dominance and then development league. Yeah. We got got an upset here. The, the, undefeated team or the perfect teams we're down to one that's Warsaw Riders and I would butcher that name so I'm not even gonna try okay Uh, Warsaw Riders jumped up 
FC Red Bull Green Mountain ended up in ended up losing one game this week. Ooh, okay, okay. First drop, and then yeah, we've got a bunch of teams at five zero and one, but we've got a new leader and the only perfect team remaining. Very nice. Lots of shakeups down in our development league. That's awesome. Um, all right, so that's everything that happened last week. Um, or sorry, I should be more like read last round. So let's uh, let's get into what we're looking at for the upcoming week and our upcoming round. So this round doesn't start till Saturday. Um, we have a 3 p.m. Eastern kickoff between Montreal and Vancouver, a little Canadian rivalry up there on April 16th. There is technically no double game week, but it's worth noting that both NYCFC who play on Sunday and Seattle who play the last game of Saturday have CCL against each other midweek on Wednesday in New Jersey. So, um, you know, not sure how much rotation you'll see both those teams play home games over the weekend. Um, but still it's, it's the second leg. I expect them both to put out their best lineup midweek, um, and really go for that, that CCL, you know, final game, um, against what is it either Pumas or I can't remember the other team. So, I, I expect, um, you know, like a full-on double game week style from from the two of them, but no, no true double game week for fantasy. Um, but that you know can come into play for for who you pick up over the weekend. So, um, suspension and injuries. I, I feel bad that we say it every time, but it's so much more efficient than where go to the master list. <laughs> yeah, um, Ranch isn't here yet, but he was kind enough to get me the list before he left work. Perfect. Um, a big note is Mabiala uh, got his first start since returning from injury. Mm-hmm. So that's a big shakeup on the Portland back line. Uh, yep. Watch for anything there. You could, if you're going to Portland defense, watch their lineup closely because there could be some rotation. Uh, red cards and suspensions. Uh, Salcedo got a red card for TFC. Same with uh, Gutierrez for Chicago. Um, and then big news this week is Dominguez out of Austin picked up yeah. an indefinite suspension for something off field. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't know what it was. They're, they're refusing to say at the moment, mm-hmm. but he is out for the foreseeable future. So take yep. that for what it is. As we talk up Austin, they are yeah. down one of their key playmakers. Yep. DP, if I'm not incorrect. Yeah, I think he is. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sure something will will come out about it but at the end of the day it doesn't matter what it is for fantasy he is not someone to pick up right now so um a couple of little nagging injuries i i think to to watch out for uh kamara lawrence started for minnesota looked like he picked up a knock um antonio carlos i haven't seen if he will be back this week for orlando um I'm not sure what what else of the of the big notable names. I, I said this off air. Joao Paulo should be healthy for this week, and he took a knock midweek last week. Um, same with Rui Diaz, Morris Ladero, all all should be healthy for the weekend given rotation. Yeah, I think Antonio Carlos was listed as four to six weeks. Yeah, as of last week. Okay. Um, some questionable ones that were on the list: Brandon By for New England, Brian Rodriguez uh, subbed early. Maybe it was precautionary, but that no, subbed- he got hurt. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm sure uh, Gazdag came off holding his hamstring, but that was kind of a later game, so who knows? Uh, Iguain did not play, kind of questionable for this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Hedges was a halftime sub. 
And then we've got a couple of other ones that are big news. Uh, Joseph Martinez, we're looking at two to three months, the same yeah. injury and surgery that Ladero had last year. Mm-hmm. Um, we may not see much of Martinez until playoffs, honestly. Yeah. Just yeah. depends on how their season's going and how big, how close they are to the playoff race. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Moderita is ankle injury and out for six months. Oof. That's a big blow to our Cincinnati options. Yeah, that left like, wing is going to suffer. Yeah, we liked him going forward. He made mm-hmm. the attackers better. He's just, he was a vital piece of what good thing Cincinnati had going. I mean, he was fantasy gold at NYCFC and it didn't quite start clicking at Cincy until now so yeah that's a that's a big blow for them and definitely for fantasy for sure yeah so yeah all right well no call-ups we're not there and perfect timing as we are just about to get into our player targets for this round welcome Tyler hello hello literally perfect timing we are just just moving into our our picks for this this round yeah, I was, I was listening. I want to throw in before we go. Yeah. Um, first off, I got 87 on the week. It was a differentials week. Gotta and I, say it. No, you I, have to. Good for you, man. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm all about that. Um, yeah. And then the other thing I wanted to say, you guys were saying New England is bad defensively. I went Renix, which oh, was uh-huh. the, the goal forward. Scorer. Yeah, he happened to be the goal scorer, but it's the the forward just felt like the right choice there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You guys already nice. go over injuries and all that. I think we touched on all the big ones. Okay. Planned, would you, would you say? Yeah. Yeah. I used everything in your list. So if we missed one, yeah. it's your yeah. fault. All right. I'll take uh, it. <laughs> well, kudos on the 87. That's a, I think for this week on a normal week, I feel like you'd still think that's pretty decent, but for this week, that was a, that was a, what was your overall, for the week rank did you know uh i think i'm top 50 last i was gonna was say yeah yeah that should be i finished uh 47 it looks like on the week or over on the week get it nice very cool all right yeah, yeah it's a great score Uh, okay, so moving into round nine. Nope, sorry, round seven. Um, this is the last round we should say for Champions League for this this section, this quarter. Um, so if you are Actually, anywhere, no. yeah, last it is. Week was last was last this week a new week? Yeah, this is a new week. Yeah, I thought it ended in seven. Oh, here we go. That's even better. I was just gonna say start throwing it at the wall, but no, now. <laughs> Now the best 50 players are out of your way. And so the new hunt starts here. So I cut, like I kind of mentioned this at the top, I was, I moved down to 159. So for me, it's touching distance if I play it right. Um, because the first 50 are out of my way. So now really, I, <laughs> you know, I'm almost breaking top hundred. Um, yeah. Yep. So, if you know, if you, if you make the right moves and, you know, have a, have enough couple big weeks that this next stretch is, it's kind of like a start over. And I love that, right? Like this past week was a real pain in the ass for me. And I love, that's what I love about this Champions League format is I was pissed at what I did. And now I have a whole new reason <laughs> to not get mad about what just happened because I have another stretch of weeks that I could, could get in the Champions League. So, all right. So this week is interesting. We kind of talked about it off air in chat, but 
just some weird home and away matchups. And I know we always talk about home versus away, um, but it, it'll come up with our player picks for sure. Um, some of the keepers and defenders, we didn't have a ton of majority picks this, this week. I, I will say that the only person in any category that all three of us picked was heel. Um, but we had a bunch of picks that overlapped with two of us. Um, so some of the majority picks that, that we have for, for keepers and defenders is Guzan and Stefan Fry. Um, now they play at opposite ends of the week where Seattle is the latest game on Saturday and Atlanta is kind of earlier, um, midday on Saturday. Um, and then for defenders, uh, at least two of us pick, or, you know, have someone from Philadelphia who's traveling up to Toronto or, or someone from Seattle who are playing at home against Miami. So not a ton of consistency ac- across from, from many of us, but Blaine, why don't you go ahead and tell us some of the players that you're looking at for clean sheets, keepers and defenders. Yeah, this week was definitely different. And I could see why when I see your guys' picks, they're mm-hmm. there. But my clean sheet shouts, I like Atlanta. I know they had a kind of a rough week, but they're at home. Um, I kind of like Minnesota this week. Uh, just I think it's a decent matchup. And I think they're one of those teams that can put it together. And then I really like Columbus as a clean sheet shout this week. I, just, I think they're one of the stronger defenses and it hasn't always shown mm-hmm. because they've played, they've played some really tough matchups, but this is an Orlando team that has not been scoring as regularly as we would like. We've got a lot of good fantasy options here, but I think you put Orlando on the road at this Columbus game and it's a recipe for a shutout. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of went that way with my, with my picks. And so I've got Gazan to the Minnesota keeper. I just I like the scheduling on that one. You've got the early Atlanta game, and then Minnesota's so late in that game in that day, and you don't have any overlap. No, like I would I would go Columbus, but there's a little bit of overlap. Those games are only an hour and a half kickoff apart, so it won't quite finish. Which maybe if I see Atlanta give up the early goal, I can go ahead and do something like that. But right now I've got it as Minnesota, just because I think that's a really safe option for me. Yeah, and then. And then defender-wise, I'm just going to keep picking on some guys that I like. And I think Marrera is going to be my Columbus coverage. He's a little bit cheaper than Mensa. He's getting forward in the attack. I think this is one where he can really shine. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to take Lennon again. I think it's just it's Cincinnati you go. I actually didn't have him last week. I stuck with uh, the Vancouver guy and so picked up a couple extra points there. But I'm going to go back to Lennon this week for that one it's just it's Cincinnati they're not scoring as regularly I do think they can get goals but I think Lennon can get forward and do a lot of damage on this one and then my third one's kind of up in the air uh I didn't like a lot of this so I'm actually thinking about playing Calvo against Nashville at home San Jose is just so Jekyll and Hyde and you never know but as Reed says you go for the bonus points and I think the way Nashville plays is going to feed into some bonus points for him and there is a potential for that clean sheet there. Nashville's not been scoring as well on the road. I know they just got two against Kansas City, but that's two against Kansas City. They're giving up goals to everybody right now. You say that, but they, they've they only been shut out once, which was in Dallas. True. Orlando also has only been shut out once in Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm kind of looking at those, but my third my third defender this week is going to be a bonus point guy, and it's kind of going to be budget related. Um, Calvo six point five. I have nothing in the bank at the moment, 
So I'm, I'm kind of tapped out there. And as I make changes this week, I may get a little bit more to spend on another defender, but it'll probably be one of those top clean sheet teams that I've got picked out already. Yeah, I like it. I, uh, I'm talking myself in and out of Atlanta um, here, you know, hearing you say that they are a decent clean sheet shout. Um, I mean, they got scored on an Olympico, so <laughs> you, you take that for, for what you will whether you think that's all on Guzan or you think that's just pure, you know, brilliance. That was the only goal. So they still held, held down a pretty decent defensive performance in that stadium. Um, but Brandon Vasquez is the highest pointed forward in fantasy by like four or five points. He's still top three in shots taken. I, I, I don't know why we don't take it seriously, but I, but I feel like that Atlanta game might be a trap game because looking at it at home in the bends, my instinct is, okay, how many Atlanta people can I, can I load up on? But if you really look at what since he's been able to do this year, it's, they are on the road and that has made a difference, but the stats somewhat back, not putting all your eggs in that Atlanta basket. So <laughs> I like Lennon for the bonus points for sure. Um, and I, and I gotta say in the way that they played and maybe I'm, totally misreading and haven't watched enough Atlanta, but when I watched Atlanta this weekend, having Almeida and Moreno back in the midfield, it looked like the formation shift a little shifted a little for where Lennon had been playing and both he and Gutman got up a similar amount from what I was watching. And Gutman actually ended up with more bonus points. Lennon's still taking those free kicks and taking other like, you know, placed things. And I think that still makes him a better value. Um, but in the formation that they put out this weekend, it made it so from a fantasy perspective, you could kind of pick between the two of them, honestly, barring the the set piece taking, which obviously Lennon does. So I'm honestly considering instead of either going Guzan or room room, they're the same price. They're both 6.3, I think um, into Stefan Fry, um, who has also gone down because Seattle can't keep a shutout and MLS play to save their life. Um, and so I, I, I think that's where I might lead or land. Um, there's not a ton of shutouts that like jump out at me this week. Um, I like LAFC. Sorry. I don't, I don't know that the state that SK season, I don't, I don't, I could see a shutout there. Um, and I see some of those wingbacks getting good points. I do like Seattle depending on how much they rotate. Um, also, we didn't say this in injuries. Yamar is going to be out for the weekend. He's definitely out for midweek. It would shock me to see him back for Sunday or Saturday. Um, and as a result, when you, Seattle doesn't have Gamer, they have Javier Arriaga, who's a brilliant tackle away from a red at all times. Um, and Reagan, who isn't 12, but I think he is. Like, he is a fresh-based draft pick. Um, and that's their center back pairing right now. So while I do feel like that's a good clean sheet shout, having the, the midweek game, depending on rotation, um, if you go Seattle anywhere on the field, you have to have a, a backup choice because there there's a chance they rotate um i kind of like dc united this week um austin played a great game at home um on the road they tend to struggle a little bit more dc has some extra rest like a ton of extra rest which can sometimes be a bad thing but i'm hoping it won't hoping that gets some of their injured players like Russell back into the lineup um those defenders are kind of cheap i think uh Nahar and, and Brad Smith are both 6.6 .6 right now. And compared to everybody else who've been rising, that's good. Um, and then I kind of like the Philly Toronto game. Um, 
I don't, I haven't been paying enough attention um, to the Toronto defense because there was a point in time where they were terrible and only had like four defenders listed in fantasy. Um, but there's a lot of cheap options there that I'm considering for my bench. And then I don't know when I'm going to stop paying for Kai Wagner. Um, cause he's just so expensive. Uh, but he, you know, it, it was so painful to me to watch this past round. Harry will get the same points for so much cheaper, right? Don't you guys feel like that? It's like you bought something and then someone else got it on sale. Right. So someone I was playing in head to head saved like three and a half million because they had Harriel and I had Kai Wegman and got the same amount of points. So um, those are just some things that I'm kind of paying attention to, right? Like the Lennon and Gutman dynamic is these players that get extra bonus points cost this much money because they get those bonus points, but are there somewhat comparable, not just like a cheap clean sheet shout, but are there some comparable options out there? And so that's what I'm kind of looking at with, with the Philly and Toronto, but I don't know that I want to touch that game defensively. So. Tyler, what do you, what do you got? Um, you kind of touched on everything that I want to talk about. Um, oh, sorry. I'm actually going, I'm starting leading with Fry as my back end of my okay. keeper and then my front end, back end, whatever. Um, and then I, my fallback is going to be Crapo. Cause I, I, talk I'm the same money. way. I know <laughs> actually not as much as you would think. I mean, yeah. I mean it's 7.6 and 6.6. 6. Oh yeah. That's not bad. It's not as bad as it was a few weeks like yeah week one no yeah. <laughs> um but I'm the same way I don't see a whole lot of clean sheets I'm kind of going for bonus points the only mm-hmm. real clean sheet I see is Philly because they're still an unbeaten team mm-hmm. uh so I have Wagner and Harriel right now uh and then I'm p- obviously pairing my goalie so I have Nuhu with Fry and I have Hollingshead with Crapo Falling said just gets so much in so involved in the attack. I feel like mm-hmm. he's gonna be a, a good option. Big time. And Palacios We've, is back for them too, as a yes. as kind of so a I, other side of the ball. Yeah, I think I don't know. I didn't see where he lined up. Was he left and Holling said right last time? No, I think it was the other way around. Whatever. I'll Either have to way. Look. Yeah. Um but I mean you could you saw what he did against Vancouver. He can mm-hmm. pop off at any moment. Yep. He just needs the headway to do it. Um, there's a few options I've kind of been looking at yep. for bonus point floors, kind of like what uh, Blaine was touching on. I've I've kind of looked at people like Calvo. I've looked at mm-hmm. um, let me pull up my list. I don't have them on my team right now, but. Um, point. Who's the Toronto defender that all of you guys picked up the same week and no one told me? Patresa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't grab him. Estevez yeah. is another one I'm looking at. Like For Colorado. Yeah, yeah, he's putting up a ton of bonus points, and he's, I mean, he's eight point two. He's kind of expensive, but he's also on the road. Mm-hmm. It's hard this week. DC is another one I've been looking at, like you said, yeah. but it's just. It's hard to pick this defenders this week. I feel like I'm going to be a three defender with just two two scrubs and do an yeah. auto roo. Yeah, this is a week where I think I'd like nine midfielders. So let's go ahead and just uh, slide in to midfielders because I think that's that's kind of where we, we all have too many names that we want. Um, the, the majority names that, that we talked about, like I said, Heal's the only one on all three of our teams right now. Um, but, but at least two of us have Mukhtar, 
uh, Mihalovich, Christian Roldan, barring rotation. Um, so for myself, I like Hani Mukhtar this week. Um, he's just been quietly. I think he, you had him in your uh, in your sneaky pick article, Ranch, and I, yeah. I loved that and you I were grabbed like, him last week. <laughs> yeah, and I loved that you were like, I understand that this shouldn't be like a sneaky name, but no one's picking him up because he's not doing what exactly what he was doing last season, but he's still producing. And it's because he's so... been on the road. <laughs> yeah, so... I think when he gets home, it's double digits all the way. Yeah, that was what I was just going to say. So Nashville's on the road until week round. Is it round ten? It's a, it's a good I think stretch. It's nine. Okay. Um, so that's a lot of road games, um, before they get into the new stadium, but he's just silently picking up sevens, eights, nines, um, not really making a huge dent, but still producing some consistent points, right? He's not just chalking up fives. He's, he's getting a couple more. Um, I like him this week against San Jose. San Jose creates chaos. I feel like he does well in that environment. Um, if someone's going to contribute, it's going to be him. Uh, so I do like him on the road, even though it is a road game. I'm I'm still going to pick Heald because he's a seasoned guy who should be able to cut up an expansion team, at least point production wise. Um, but I'm a little hesitant um, just just because of how New England's been playing. Um, but but I still like him this week. I really liked Almeida. It was nice to see Moreno back. I know a lot of people usually gravitate towards him in that Atlanta midfield. Um, but I really liked what I saw and I made actually outproduced Moreno, I think just by a point. Um, yeah. but I, without Yosef, I just like him right now more, um, in, in that midfield. And I think you could have a conversation about either of them. Um, but for me, I, I do like Almeida. I like Zella this week a lot. Um, I'm sure Blaine will touch on that, on that more. Um, and then Mihalovic and Osorio are my two Canadian counterparts that I literally, keep flopping back and forth between um jonathan osorio is another one who's just been quietly picking up points um without a ton of a ton of hype um and mihalovich is kind of the opposite he had some like hot fire weeks and then is cooled just a little um but you know montreal's playing another canadian team those games tend to get a little you know frantic um so i i kind of like Mihal a little bit more um but Osorio is definitely, you know, an, a good name to, to throw out there. But um, I, I literally, I keep switching them back and forth all, all day. So, uh, Tyler, what do, what do you like? Who do you like and why? Um, I'm, I'm on the same boat with you with Almada. Uh, he's, he's like a better version of Barco. And I'm going to yeah. I'm gonna throw that out there. I think someone in – one of the Atlanta supporters was saying that in the Discord that – it's like Barco, but he's producing more. But he didn't sleep he with anybody's wife. Nope. <laughs> wow. Too soon. Wow. <laughs> he's got time. He just he just got there. It's a negative point. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. He. He he gets the bonus points, whereas Barco yeah. didn't. He was kind of goal or bust, mm-hmm. but he could bust or he could he could boom like crazy. Mm-hmm. Barco would. Amada has the floor and he can boom. Yep um moraine and someone else was i think the same person was saying it looks like moreno is gonna be good in low scoring games because he gets the bonus points and almada will be good in high scoring games because he gets the gets in the attack more often Mm -hmm. um so it's kind of like this one against cincy i think it's high scoring so i'm going almada over moreno this week um and then I have Mukhtar, same reasons you said. Heal, you can't fade because it's heal. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I'm going to ruin my own article because I was going to write about Christian Roldan, but <laughs> I saw that Blaine had him. So I'm like, oh, well, it's it's ruined now. Got to got to put him in there. This guy has uh, I, I'm including CCL on this. Yeah, he has seven assists and one goal in the last 10 games of to start this season. Mm-hmm. Like th- if that doesn't scream like MVP contender, I know it's not, obviously not regular season, but yeah that's ridiculous in 10 games yeah he's he's playing a little differently than he did last season right because Mm -hmm. they had to fill in for Jordan Morris um and so he's getting to play as a real winger on the same side of his as his brother and that chemistry is unreal those two yeah the last like month so the game the game uh against NYC the first leg that assist that was it was a layoff from Alex to Christian to Rusnok to JMO and then back to Rusnok and it was like mm-hmm. absolutely beautiful mm-hmm. but the layoff between those two because they just know how to position with each other yeah so, he, Christian's always been a good bonus point producer at a low key level Joao yeah, Paulo and Nico are the big guys but yeah he's but now Christian's getting assists so mm-hmm. that's why I think that he's gonna be really good plus I'm gonna be at that game so I gotta have some <laughs> sounders there you go um and then my last guy I I'm kind of bouncing around like I really like Mihailovic because I mean he's playing he's playing Vancouver who's weak defensively and he's been producing like a madman mm-hmm. but I'm also eyeing Reynoso this week Interesting. kind of a, a random pick out there but I just I'm all for people that they just scored and they opened their account. Yeah. Which a lot of people, a lot happened this weekend. Mm-hmm. Rusnok just scored. Gold just scored. Um, Seba Ferreira just scored. And mm-hmm. Reynoso just scored. So that's at least four big names that just scored and they're ready t- to start producing again. Um, and having a home game against Colorado, I, I feel like that's a spot where he can, he can make a move. Yeah, Colorado's a good defensive team, but they're not the powerhouse that we expected coming into the season that, that perhaps they were last season, at least like consistency wise. Like, you can score that. on them. Yeah. Yeah. I see that as like a three two or four three game. Sure. Yeah, I think you're you're probably right. Blaine, do you want to touch on some of the names uh that that you like and, and maybe some names that we that we left out? Yeah, and I wanna kind of piggyback off of Tyler. I love what Roldan's doing to start the season, but I also like the way Roldan plays when Seattle rotates some of their guys. If Ladero gets sat, if Paolo gets sat, I mean, if Rusnak, I mean, just depending on what goes, he becomes one of the more focal playmakers for that team really quickly. So he's a cheap option in rotation. And that's why I have him in there is if this was a full strength team, I would probably not be taking him. I know his numbers are there in all competitions, but with the rotation, I think he becomes one of your safer options. And I know there is worry that he gets subbed out early, but that's why I like him. Um, I'm going back to Zella again this week. Um, he's top scoring player in the game. Uh, that means a lot. He's beating out some other big name guys for that title right now. Just his average is he's the only guy averaging double digits on the season so far. And that's really hard to shy away from, given that they're playing Orlando without Antonio Carlos. This is a defense that has not been as good on the road, is missing their best player. 
it's just this is a recipe to come to jump in on this and for that reason i'm also really considering etienne jr as my uh fifth midfielder as a bench role i think this is a spot where uh, columbus really needs to get some goals really needs to kind of put their foot back on the gas and this is a game where they can do it at home i i like this one i would probably have doubled up on uh columbus defenders given that I like this as one of my stronger clean sheet shouts, but I like the pairing in midfield so much more. I think there's so much more upside on this one and the game's timed early enough where you can do that and swap into somebody else. You can still have them on the bench and go to somebody else. And I know we've missed a lot of names. I've, I've been all over the place this week on who to look at. Um, I think Lewis Morgan for Red Bulls could be a good option to throw out there. Not cheap, but could be could be good for sure. Good option. I like the matchups fairly okay. Yeah. If Gazdag's healthy, I like Gazdag on the road. I think he's just he's one of those guys. This was a week where I did wasn't just like, oh, there's five or six, seven midfielders that I want. I had kind of four that I really wanted. And then after that, it was like, okay, who's the next best available? Um, along those lines, um, Sifu from LAFC is another guy that I've really considered. It's so late. Uh, he's probably the guy that you put in your lineup, and if none of your bench hits, you leave him. He did get fake hurt. I So, yeah, do you know what I mean by that, right? Like, it looked like they were going to have to sub him out early. They didn't. They taped him a bunch. I haven't oh, yeah. seen how yeah, he's I doing was. in training, but he, just he also hasn't gotten to. more than two since week one, I think. Yeah, just just yeah. A, a, a semi-injury to pay attention to, because... Yeah, and yeah. then I don't think you can go wrong with an Austin player this week in your midfield either. If you're trying to break a tie, you're looking for somebody else to fill in. Mm -hmm. Yes, this is a road game, but this is DC who has not been bossing it in the midfield. These guys are going to pick up some bonus points that way. They're going to see a lot of the ball. Even if they don't get the big offensive production, they're still going to see enough of the ball to put up some bonus points. And they're on some heavy rest, right? Like they they had a bye this last week and we had the international break before that. So they haven't seen a yeah. team in what, three and a half, three weeks, four weeks? Yeah. Yeah. It's really, if you can afford Drew I think he's your number one. But if not, these other guys are putting up such good averages and they're a little bit cheaper. You've got you've got some options here. And I just, I think if you're, if you're struggling to find that fifth midfielder or whatever, yeah. turn into an Austin guy this week is not a bad week, even though it's a road game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, strikers, we were, man, we were all over the place with this one. I, I, I'll say, I think the only consistent name that all three of us had is Rui Diaz. But I say that with such an asterisk again, because he just got back from injury. He's going to go, as long as humanly possible on Wednesday for sure, unless the Sounders put it away early and start subbing. Um, <laughs> so I, I do worry about both him and Morris um, for, for rotation. He also hasn't gotten on the score sheet and at all yet uh, this season, but that actually makes me like him more. Tyler, I don't know about how, how you feel, but when that man gets hungry, um, that that's actually when I, I like him. There's the a most. reason he's he get, he has the assassin nickname. Exactly. So he's he is our only uh, a consistent consensus pick. Uh, but Tyler, who else do you like this week uh, in the striker spot? Um, I am apparently way different than you guys looking at this. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm riding the train with who I suggested last week in my article and grabbed because he got a brace. Um. 
Sebastian Ferreira for Houston. He opened his account. He's a DP. He has the confidence. And mm-hmm. he's playing against the Portland team that they love to counterattack. You just got to get them on the counterattack and then re-counterattack. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, yeah. you just got to – it's it's like Inception, you know? <laughs> sure. Um, but Or just break them down because Portland has not been good defensively this year. Yeah. Um, so I'm big on him. I'm I'm – also kind of looking at Jesus Ferreira, but I think Rui Diaz is just a better option. And Jesus, I believe, is on the road. Yeah, yeah on the road to the, the, yeah, the Red Bulls. Mm-hmm. They're, they've been pretty sound defensively, so I don't think I'll go Jesus, but he's just one of those, like, shout yeah. out to him. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm currently on Gola Kamara because... Austin is another team that looks really weak defensively. They're rotating a little on that back line, right? So. And with Cecilio Dominguez out, their midfield, it, I know you like, you said to grab one of the Austin midfield, or Blaine said to grab Austin mm-hmm. midfield. Um, I don't like their midfield with Dominguez gone because it they looked broken in this last week. Like I know that Dreesy was putting up some numbers but aside from that they looked like distraught in this whole game they definitely rotated heavily this past week right like they they started two different defenders that don't normally start that midfield was a little different mm-hmm. yeah it was it was a it was a weird lineup and i gotta give a shout out to kyoto because it's a rivalry against yeah. the weaker vancouver defense kyoto is a very good pick he also splits corners if mihailovic mm-hmm. is not on the field and he he's affordable, right? Let me look him up. He's not like he's not. I mean, he had that red card, so his value dropped a lot. Eight point three, yeah. And then I'm on team Never Vela. No, you're with Blaine. You guys are outnumbering yes. me. Okay. I'm on team Never Vela. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Um. Glad I've converted another one. There you I, go. I'm hearing more and more um, support for that view. I know Patrick Smith is on that with us too. Um, the, the never Vela train is real. It's not that he can't get... I grabbed him last week and now I'm on never Vela. You're mad he scorned you. It's not that he's a bad player, but I know it was brought up in discord that maybe there's an injury that they're not disclosing about him. No, he just isn't signing a contract. <laughs> I don't think yeah, it's an he, injury. I think he's just being the... a powder. No, he's he's leaving at the end of the season. That's it's not that he's he not might leave this it's midway. Summer. Yeah, it's yeah, summer. His contract is only through June. Yeah. yeah, he. I mean, he's leaving at the end of this. I maybe he's hurt, which is what I've heard rumor that he's got a nagging injury. Maybe he's just done with MLS. I think, I think he's, he's holding, holding out too. Out. I yeah, mean, he knows there. He doesn't want to get hurt because he wants yeah. to yeah. get yeah. playing soft. Yeah. So, but I, I, so hear hear me out on this one part, and then I promise I won't talk about him. When, it, when it's my turn. Did you watch El Trafico? Yes, I did. Okay, so I know those points didn't equate know, to fantasy, but if you watched that game, don't you he want him post. this, don't you want him this week against an SKC team that is plugging a lot of holes defensively and on the midfield? Do you know it what was, I'm saying? But this yeah, is a yeah, home I, game in I the know, bank. I know, but it's also El Trafico where he wants to show up because yeah. yep. that was the first time Cheech sure. and him have played ever. Yeah, and the, but I mean, this is a Western Conference team, and they're 
all going to be pissed off to have lost that. I, I, I'm not on the I, always Vela train, but I, his price is the one that situational he was, Vela train. Yeah, I'm on the one it's convenient, and I think he'll hit Vela train. I don't. Uh, <laughs> I'm on team Never Vela now. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I, I was on sometimes, and now I'm on Never. That's I get it. Blaine, who else do you like? Yeah. Um. Uh, you, I put it down in the sheet wrong, but Kyoto was one of my early ones this week. I just, I like the first game. I like the matchup against Vancouver. Um, Montreal's been playing well. He is their number one striker most of the time. If he doesn't start, I would probably be willing to switch to Kai Kamara on the bench just because it's that first game. Uh, Kamara has already scored Chief with this too. team. Yeah, Chief. Um, it's just there, there's so much going for this early Montreal game to throw a bench player here. So Kyoto, Kamara, whoever starts, um, I like both of them. Kyoto's definitely the better player if they both start together, which is a possibility that they both start up top. Um, Montreal's doing some weird things this year. Yeah. Um, I'm on the Rui Diaz train, but that may change before the start of the week just because that game is so late. And I don't know who I would pivot to as I see that lineup. I just, I worry about rotation. He has not started every game. If he was starting a hundred percent lock for me against he wasn't he wasn't healthy until last week. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it, it's one of those if they play him midweek, they may rest him because he's just not been there. Don't want to I, I agree. But I think it I think if it's a rest, it's probably brewing up top because they like Montero more as a mid role. I think if yeah. you look at when players got subbed in that Wednesday game, we'll tell you when Schmetzer who Schmetzer will start. If they because it they're going it'll up, depend on the score. Yeah, they're going up three one. They're going into New Jersey up three one Seattle is. So if they can put a goal or two optimistically, right? In they're gonna they'll he'll start subbing. That's how Schmetzer does, right? So he's not going to try to run up the score. He'll start subbing out and playing the kids. So depending on how that game goes, I think should dictate where Rui Diaz is in your lineup. You should, you'll know by Wednesday, if that makes sense, right? Because you're right, Blaine, what would you do if, if you had him and he didn't start? You can either pivot to someone on, on Miami, which I don't think you do, or the Sunday games or, you know, Bill or Freddie. So, I mean, he might even be, this might be like, strategical but he might even be a bench play just to see if he starts so you can change him to somebody else and just do you you see what i'm saying a lot of money to keep on the bench but because of rotation if you don't love any other option i would pivot to carlos fellow but you won't so yeah and i just (laughs) hey blaine you can pivot to taddy Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> guy who hasn't scored an MLS yet this year. Hey, neither has Rui Diaz, so it's a like for yeah. like swap. <laughs> oh, oh. Um, and then the last guy I like is an early bench play. Uh, I am considering going to Buxa this week. Is I, he healthy? Just, no, I, I think he was suspended. I don't, I don't think it was an injury. I think oh yeah, he did he have a, picked up a suspension, right. so that oh, was a you're right. Miss. You're right. So he's he's healthy, coming off of two weeks off, yeah. maybe three, depending on their that like he's had some time to sit um it is charlotte i know i know what you said i agree that they're not fc cincinnati that you're picking against yeah but they're Uh, not dc united or philly (laughs) it's still you're you've got one of the best playmakers in the game with his best striker going into the expansion squad Mm -hmm. with a midfield that is a little bit younger a little bit greener not quite used to mls this is a game coming off a loss. I just, if New England's going to turn it around, they got to start winning these home games. 
So I think this is the telling week for New England. And I think this is kind of make or break on their season a little bit early. If they start losing these games to expansion sides at home, um, this is going to be a long season for Rebs fans. So I expect New England to come out and kind of boss this game and run up the score a little bit because if they don't do it here, when are they going to do it this season? And so it's, I'm going to, I'm going to take that line on it. And so I do like Buxa for this one a lot. And then falling back from there, it gets really hard to pick them. I'm, I would probably scrub out after that and go with another defender, even on a week where we haven't had good luck with defenders. Sure. Yeah. I, uh, I like a lot of the things you guys are saying. It's actually helping me look at some things that I, I wasn't really thinking about. I also, just to throw it out there, and it's a little little homery, but also in the same vein as the conversation about Christian Roldan, I like Jordan Morris this season. Um, those stats haven't really clicked in for MLS, but like Tyler said, if you look at his whole production across CCL because of how the Sounders has, have rotated and because of his kind of lack of playing and fitness in MLS, um, I just like him a lot. He's almost two mil cheaper um, than Rui Diaz. He's, he's playing as an attacking winger, so he's getting a, a lot more touches on the ball. Um, but in the game, he's listed as a striker. So I just really like him. He opened his account in Champions League last week, depending on this Wednesday game. Um, he's someone that my gut goes to a little bit more than, than Rui Diaz, but it's hard to discount Rui Diaz at home. That's always the thing, right? He scores at home on like a lot of number nines in this league the past year or two. So um, I'm not, I'm not discrediting Rui, but my gut is kind of leading towards Jordan. And then that gives me an extra 2 million to play with. Um, I like Quintero this week. Um, I'm not, not on the sub for train, but I feel like a broken record. How many times I say this, but um, I don't ever love to just grab someone right after they have like a player of the week week, because I don't often think that they can replicate that right away. Um, his point production until this past weekend wasn't anything I would grab at. Um, and he played San Jose, who is, who is so, you know, they live in the chaos. That's their whole vibe. So I think he's, he's definitely going to be worth the pickup and we'll start talking about him more and more. Um, but I just kind of like Quintero a little bit more for the consistency, um, going, going into this week. And I'll say it again. He's so much money and he's so underproducing, but I do kind of like Carlos Vela this week. If it wasn't the last game of the week, I think I'd be like aggressive about it, but watching him last week, there is something off, right? It's whether it's a lagging injury or he's, I think he's playing soft. Like Tyler said, trying to, trying to get out of there, um, you know, follow the, the same route as, as all of his buddies and just, you know, cut out. But um, I just, I, his points didn't produce in what I watched in the Traffico. And so um, LAFC do tend to respond. And like I said, SKC is plugging a lot of holes in that lineup in that midfield and that defense right now. Um, Timelia is still a boss, but it's a home game for LAFC. And after they just lost to Traffico, I, I'm just inclined. It, a lot of it depends on is Brian Rodriguez healthy, is Sifu healthy, and I can't, you know, they're the last game of the week. So you don't know those things. If this was like a middle of the round game, um, I think I'd be a lot more into it. But for the price he is and where I could spread that around, I don't know if I'll pull the trigger on it, but I'm definitely not on the Never Vela train yet. Like I said, I'm on the ride it occasionally when it when it seems convenient train um when it's moving a little yeah bit. when he's got a little momentum i'll hop on real quick um but it, but it, the, he does make sense for me this week it's just the position of the game 
that makes me not like really into it. Um, some picks that we might have missed. Again, I, I think it's worth saying, and Reed will be so proud when he hears it. But the way Atlanta is also still kind of injured, I think Brandon Vasquez is a, he's on the road. I don't think you should start him or captain him by any means, but I think that's a striker who deserves his name to be said here with the with the production he's having, the shots that he takes in the box. Um, I also think on the other side, they're Dom Dwyer. If you can fit him in, it is a cheap striker who's going to start. He is goal or bust, but so is Josef Martinez. Um, Dom Dwyer does this thing still. It's so nice to see that he can still do it where he pisses people off and he really gets at these defenders well. Um, and he's still, that's the one thing I think I can say he still does well. Um, and he's a cheap option for a bench play. If you're looking for one, I, I do think he, Blaine and I talked about a little bit uh, off there. I, I think he's a, he's a decent, decent bench out just as someone, someone from Toronto. I don't even know who they consistently are putting up top. I think there's a couple options again, for me, that's a bench play that Philly defense has been stacked. Um, so I don't know if that's something you really want to touch, but they are at home. I think Klamala against FC, FC Dallas is, a, is also a decent shout. Um, you know, they couldn't score against Columbus. Um, that was a, a real bad own goal on, on Eli room, but um fc dallas's defense isn't incredible um you know they're not like a powerhouse coming into red bull arena um especially if hedges isn't isn't playing um and then there's also that cheap nycfc striker pair for just for value um if you like it of jason and magno again for me this is a bench play and then um tyler will yell at me i'm not going to mean it but i will say it if you want to look at renex if Bowen books aren't healthy and you want some differential on that New England lineup going against a, a CLT at home, I, I mean, he produced, you can't, you can't knock him. He produced last, last round. So Renex at New England, I think is a, how much is he? Is he cheap? He's got to be a four, nine, I think four, nine. Yeah. That's crazy. Great. If he's starting, I kind of feel like <laughs> you, you have to, because I mean, they'll sub Josie in at some point, but he has just been, a garbage production for fantasy so don't even do not do please don't touch him he'll score now that we said that but um all right captains kind of kind of i feel kind of bored with what we've chosen but they make sense blaine what do you like uh easy pick it's Sella this week okay i'm i'm on the sometimes heel train like even for my lineup like i didn't have him last week I went yeah, Gauld yeah. over him, so I got the extra point from Gauld there on the yeah. base score. Um, I just – I don't trust this New England team enough, and I know what I said mm-hmm. about them. I just – this has got to be a good week for them, but I think Zella has the better week this week. Yeah. The, the verse games, the home games for Zella have been his best point-producing weeks. Um, and you're right, that Orlando defense is good but not great. So, yeah. I uh, – you know, my instinct looking at the team I built is heel, but I do think I'm falling into the trap. That's why I pulled the armband from him this past round is I looked at that lineup and I thought I'm only captaining him because that's what I think I should do. That's not creative. That's not tactical. That's just always captain heel. And it's not an always captain heel year. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of at a loss for, for where I want to go. Um, I think, I think Zella makes sense. I don't think heel is a bad shout. Um, 
I think there's some some crazy options out there that you could do um, with with someone from Houston or someone from from Montreal. But um, right now, I have it on heel, and we'll we'll see how how much I I balk off that um, once the round gets going. Tyler, um, I'm I'm currently on heel. He is he's still kind of in that always captain phase, but at <laughs> the same time, he got shut down against a good defense in the Red Bulls Charlotte is like a I don't know if they're good or not but he put up 14 against them in week four and that was on the road Mm -hmm. so I think it's another captain at home for heel with me um there's a slight chance I might go Mektar but I think I'm gonna keep it on heel we I know at least Reed and 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 I hate captaining an away midfielder, <laughs> but I don't think that Mukhtar at a chaotic San Jose is a, cra- is a hold crazy up, pick. Hold up, hold up, hold up. How many people captain Heal last week? I didn't because it freaked me out. And neither did they. None of them did. Oh, really? No. Well, maybe Reed did, but I don't think he did. I'm 98% positive. I, I know. I did. did. You, you did. Oh, I know. I knew Blaine did it. <laughs> I knew. <laughs> I knew I like Blaine that didn't. <laughs> I knew that Blaine didn't, and I know I didn't, and I thought that he didn't either. But I mean, yeah. Well, there's a difference between on the road and on the road at Miami, and I think San Jose is that same thing, right? On the road yeah. at Miami and on the road at San Jose are are comparable. I, I and also Mukhtar think is producing. Yeah, I also think it's a heel situation where mm-hmm. he's always shown up for us, regardless home or away. Yeah, so. for sure. And that's the other thing. I feel like I feel like he's owed my captain band because I pulled it from him this past week, and it would have, you know, it cost me some points. Not a ton of points, but it cost me points. So, um, all right. Well, I think that uh, even even with that that guest cameo, I don't, I don't know if he wants to add anything in, but uh, I think that's uh, everything we've we've set out to cover. Do you guys have any some any, plugs. any plugs for this week? Um, I am gonna plug reed for this sweet scarf that got sent my way there you go uh it's super comfortable and i'm probably gonna just hang it probably like right there yeah that's a great spot though <laughs> it yeah. looks like it's just waiting for it yep speaking of hanging things yeah i gotta shout out uh brian harris who's been in chat for the first time tonight ended up reaching out to me about selling a potential jersey and that's a 97 or 98 authentic wizards jersey so i've been trying to hunt one down for years and i don't know if you can see but that's still got its tags on it so brian really hooked me up found out he plays fantasy through talking to him about the jersey a little bit and so massive shout out to him for hooking me up it's sitting on the wall behind me now probably will be there for the rest of the season my wife doesn't want to take the tags off of it it's her size and so we got a really cool piece but we got a new member in the community now uh hope he joins the discord soon i sent him that information as well so hopefully we can get him into the community but thank you brian i love having this piece behind me and i told you i'd put it up and there it is amazing i love it and I will uh, do our courtesy shout out as always to Discord. And if you're listening to us and you're not in Discord, get into Discord because there's a lot more <laughs> more creative, helpful, positive conversation, I think, <laughs> going on there too. That if you're just listening to us and you're not there, you're definitely missing out on, on some great banter, some great picks, some great help, some great conversation. So get in, get in there if you're not already. So 
Oh, now why am I forgetting? Reed, will you say your goodbye thing? Because I forget it and I wanted to nail it. And if I'm not going to do it perfectly, I'm not going to do it at all. And as always, good luck. Mm -hmm.